Hi, and welcome to Living Life. I pray that God will continue to reveal himself because his timing is perfect and his promises never fail. You know, when I spent some time in Korea, I learned that on the hottest day of the year, uh, they usually would eat the hottest food that's available. And what that is, is um, usually they would have a small chicken that's cooked in this clay pot. And it's already hot, but the clay pot keeps it uh, warm uh, throughout your meal. And at first, I thought it was very strange that um, you would think that on the hottest day, they would eat something cool to uh, allow yourself to get your body temperature down. But they believe that if you, when you have a fire, you fight it with fire. And I, I often thought that's an interesting, con interesting concept. And even for us spiritually, when we go through times of fire that may represent trials and hardships, do we learn to fight through them or do we allow our spirits to get crushed uh, by the heaviness of the burden? And we're going to be looking at three men and how they stood up and how they allowed their faith to be stronger than what the world was telling them to do. And this is a great story and an important passage that we'll be looking at today. Daniel chapter 3, verses 13 through 23. Furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king, and Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold I have set up? Now when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what god will be able to rescue you from my hand? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude toward them changed. He ordered the furnace heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men, wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes, were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. The king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. Now as we continue in this chapter of Daniel, in chapter 3, uh, we see that these men were tempted to compromise, as any person would be in their position. Now, the king hears the news that these three men 
had stood up to defy the order to worship uh, the statue that was made in his image. And that, would, that made him very upset and angry. Uh, and we're told here that uh, he confronts them and he tells them and asks them, uh, why wouldn't they bow down? And uh, for some reason, Nebuchadnezzar gives them a second chance, which doesn't seem like it would be part of his nature, but somehow he gives them a chance to reply and to figure out what the reasons were. And these three men stand before the king, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, and they're, I'm sure in the back of their minds, they're thinking about this fiery furnace that was given as a warning that if they do not worship, then this would be the result, and this is where they will be headed. Uh, and I know that there are a lot of times when uh, you would think that, you know, being burned to death is not the way to go, uh, and uh, that would create a lot of fear for a lot of us. I know that I would feel very anxious, and I will be worried about my life, uh, knowing that uh, this could very well happen to me. And uh, I know that I've been to a few funeral services where the, there was a, a process of cremation and they have a viewing room uh, where you see uh, the casket uh, going into the chamber that's filled with fire. And uh, I don't know why they allow it, but, uh, you know, we would have a short service before it takes place. And, you know, you see it slowly entering into these flames and being engulfed by it. And just after a, a few hours, uh, you come back and they bring out what's, what's left over. And it's basically uh, just ashes and dry bones. And they would uh, crush it all together and they put, put it into an urn. Now this is what awaits these three men because they did not follow the order of the king. And this was highly probable that was probably crossing their minds. And they could have easily compromised their faith. Uh, they could have easily told themselves, you know, I'll make this decision, but I know that God will forgive me because God is rich in mercy. You know, God is a God of second chances, is he not? Uh, but they stood firm. They decided that they would hold on to their commitment to the Lord. And in verse 16, um, I love the response of these three men uh, and what they give, what they, how they answer the king. And, you know, whatever doubts or anxiety, uh, whatever they may have had, we see that their confidence and their boldness uh, is, you know, easily recognizable in their answer. And what stood out for me in verse 16, it says that for, that all three of them were on the same page in answering the king and their refusal to bow down to him. Uh, and they, they made sure that King Nebuchadnezzar uh, knew that there is only one true king. Uh, there is only one kingdom. Um, every king here on earth will come and go, and their kingdoms will be gone in an instant. Uh, but there is a spiritual kingdom and a spiritual king uh, that will never be erased. And you can see their confidence growing in verse 17. Uh, if you have a pen or if you want to highlight your Bible app, uh, you'll see it says, Our God whom we serve is able. And it reminds me of a, of a song by Hillsong that says, God is able. Uh, that he and the lyrics go, God is able. He will never fail. He is Almighty God. 
Uh, greater than all we seek, greater than all we ask, He has done great things. Lifted up, He defeated the grave, raised to life, our God is able. And I believe that this is what should be our cry. This should be our song, that when we are tempted to compromise, when we are overwhelmed by the burdens of this world, may our song, may our, our prayer be that God is able. Uh, that there is nothing that he cannot overcome. There is nothing that is too difficult for our great and almighty God. Uh, may that be our cry. And as we trust in him, uh, these three men knew that the kings and their kingdoms will come and go, but God's kingdom will always be there. And this is the reason why they didn't compromise their faith. Because they were completely submissive to God. That as believers, as children of God, they knew that who their true father is and who their true God is because of how he's revealed himself to them over and over again. If you look at verse 18, it says, But if not be known to you, O king, that, he, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Uh, if you look at that verse closely, their faith was not in their deliverance, but their faith was in their God. And for these three men, what mattered most was that God's name would be elevated, that they use this as a platform and as an opportunity to let the king and the rest of the kingdom know uh, who they serve and who that God is, and they pray that they would uh, encounter that God as well. You know, compromise usually takes place when we leave our first love and when we've forgotten what God has done. And it, it's reflected in the decisions that we make. And it starts off with small things. Uh, if we are not faithful uh, in our commitment to God, even in the small decisions that we make, it will be revealed in the bigger decisions that we will face. And, and, and as a result, if we are faithful, if we are loyal, if we are committed, if we don't compromise in those small situations, it will help us because they were uh, giving us an appetite. It's helping us to uh, make sure that our foundation is correct uh, so that when we are tempted by bigger things, that we will not forsake our God who has always been there. And that is the testimony, that is the faith that we see in these three men. Let's pray and hope that that will be our testimony to this world as well. Let us pray. Father, we thank you that you are able. Uh, God, you have shown to us in so many ways how you have delivered us, how you brought us out of darkness and into light. And Lord, we pray that you would really uh, be our strength for today and help us, O oh God, to uh, look to you, uh, Father, that we would not compromise in our love, but our, our first love will always be you. And we thank you, God, that you have never forsaken us. And may we be able to do likewise to you as well. Uh, we thank you and we love you. And in Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. This program is produced by
세상에는 수많은 교회들이 있지만 더 깊이 있는 말씀 강해를 찾기 위해 크기로만 교회를 선정하지 않습니다. 보다 좋은 영적 콘텐츠를 더 많이 나누기 위해 방송비를 받지 않습니다. 1년 365일 복음만 전하고 싶어서 우리는 광고를 하지 않습니다. 온누리의 복음을 땅끝까지 시즌 TV와 함께 땅끝 성교사가 되주세요.